0: Trust Your Muse, the podcast exploring new ways of working. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this new episode of Trust Your Muse, the podcast on new ways of working on my vocation. And on my journey to get inspired by people and their stories. Thanks for your patience. This summer break took way longer than I would have expected. I would have loved to share an episode with you that I recorded with a wonderful person uh, that works for a, a big corporate that has a half-bitten fruit as a logo. And because of that half-bitten fruit logo and the popularity of this company, it was a bit tricky to get this episode approved. And in the end, yeah, we did not get the the go for the episode. And I was actually pretty pissed... (laughs) have to say, um, because it was such a good, or it's such a good episode. And with so many learnings on diversity and inclusion, how to build an inclusive work culture on leadership, I could go on and I decided that it took me a while to get over it, I have to admit. Uh, I think I'm over it now. I, I have a, a small glimpse of hope that one day I can release it because I want to get this episode out but until then I'm going to share some of my learnings out of the podcast episode and the main learning I, I've i got was um, about the, the Dutch polder model so my research question is or was uh, to figure out the the main difference between the way we work here in Germany and the way they work in the Netherlands. So what is it that makes it different somehow? You know, I I have that feeling, but I want to have some explanations. So my interview partner, she kind of threw it at me that this is the main difference in the Netherlands. They always compromise on everything. And this is called the polder model whatever it is they always compromise that means that they have a lot of discussions as well and what her learning was working internationally it's that in germany we have the tendency to not discuss so in Germany, the, the perception of hierarchy is also completely different, and the team had to learn to, to find a, um, a balance between the different working styles or perceptions of hierarchy. Uh, what you also shared was that in meetings, they use open questions. So it was also a big learning for the diverse and international team that they do not have to have a commitment They had to learn that it's a discussion just for the sake of the discussion, which I found interesting. I also highlighted in the conversation that as, you know, being German and the the Germans are um, well known for their punctuality and also for their efficiency and having a discussion just for the sake of a discussion and, you know, it's... Frustrating, I think, for a lot of people to come and get out of a meeting and do not have a commitment or a result, so and having the feeling that it, it's not efficient. That was kind of the main difference she also highlighted, which I found very interesting, to learn to have a discussion without an end. So very important learning for me, the Polder model, the difference, the tendency to not discuss, and also to have discussions without an end. And that it's kind of the process of the discussion that is is um, is worthwhile as well. Another big learning I took out of the conversation I had with her was um, because I, to- I asked her being an HR, um specialist myself, I asked her what she thinks makes hr so special like also the modern hr and what is needed from hr in the future and also in kind of the role of uh, hr human resources human relations which i call it in in this vuca world and um what i really liked about what she highlighted was that we in our role as hr what we do is we connect, is connecting. So that's the kind of the main thing we do. We connect people, we connect people to roles, we connect people to their skills, to their wishes, to their ideas, to their talent. And what I found very, very um, a smart thought was that she shared that, of course, a person has many, many talents and it's the role of HR to identify the talents and use them separately. So don't rigidly attach this talent to the role or to the roles. So don't limit those talents to just one role, whereas... um, work with projects rather than roles this would make way more sense and I'm I I do completely agree with her so skip the roles and identify um projects um so that's I think a food for thought for the future yeah so I think that was in a nutshell a bit what um the highlights were and what I'm allowed to share. We talked a lot about diversity and inclusion, the work culture existing in the company, the working styles and uh, what it takes to create an inclusive work environment. Um, Yeah, maybe in the future, let's hope so. So the second part of this episode, I like to take you on my journey again We started with the first episode, Millennials at Work, where I talked with Wing, who is a millennial coach, and then we talked about Rebels at Work with Florine, who worked for Revolt from the Corporate Rebels, and we talked about how to make work more fun, and um, transform an organization from within also using coaching and also using coaching to find out um, what really makes you happy and how to find a place where you can really flourish. The third episode of this podcast was about diversity and inclusion beyond buzzwords. It was a solo episode with me and it was in German. So this fourth episode would have been on diversity and inclusion as well with a focus on leadership, on um, the role of HR. Uh, So I shared a little bit of the learnings I had and What I like to make a use of from this episode is to take you behind the scenes a bit. So to share what what I did when I or how I how I started. When I made the decision to to go on a vacation that day, a friend of mine wrote me, texted me and saying, Hey Sarah, I'm coming back to Berlin. She was in the US and I was like, Oh, great, hey, I'm looking forward to see you. What are you going to do? Where are you going to stay? And in the end, you know, that day I um, was about to uh, find someone for my apartment and in the end she moved in. The same day my friend from Utrecht shared with me that her friend is going to travel to Ecuador. She hasn't thought of to sublet her flat, but um, she would be happy to me during her travel time, so that they everything kind of f- fall into place. And then I took the train in October to drive to Utrecht. I arrived, and um, I actually didn't know. I didn't have a plan before. By not having a plan, it was both. I was a bit scared if I would make you know enough use of the time I have or if um, if I would find enough uh, you know how do you say working material or people that gonna that would like to to engage with me and talk with me but this having no plan and trusting the process was actually the right thing and the right approach for me So what I did, also with the help of my friend, was to create a Kanban board. I created different tasks. One task was um, researching on co-working spaces. There are many different co-working opportunities in in the Netherlands, um, in Utrecht, and I checked them out seats to meet that was for free and it was also to connect people so you had to apply you had to kind of book a seat they had free coffee free tea they offered a, a lunch for 5 euro uh, at a long table where you would eat together with the other co-workers and um, it was also network thought behind it and very spacious and yeah, interesting. There was another, it's a kind of a cafe, I'm not sure if I pronounce it correctly. It's called Cafe Head Part. I think it's um, horse head or something translated. And that's a very, it's kind of a fancy, open, spacious um, cafe and also a co working area. And there's the social impact factory as well. I think this is more—you can't go there and just book a seat. It's more um, permanent. But I interviewed also the rookie minds there and got to um, got to see the the rooms and everything and uh, the location. The next task was identifying. identify relevant meetups so uh, one of my uh, superpower is researching I'm really good in researching and finding out things I took a lot of time to research on different meetups in Utrecht in the Netherlands that um, tackled my topic new work uh, the first encounter was that by entering new work in the meetup search field, not much, <laughs> not much came out, because I think I shared that already before that the term "new work" is not really popular or famous yet or at all in, in the Netherlands. It was more. Um, I found more by typing or using the words "future of work" or "progressive work," progressive organizations." I made a list uh, for of all the the meetups I found that related to my research question, to to my topics, to my passions, and um, then the next task was identifying um, progressive organizations and people. So before heading to the Netherlands, I made use of my network on LinkedIn, on Twitter. And also on an existing context I had in the Netherlands to ask for inspiring people, inspiring organizations. I also checked on the corporate rebels as they do great work by, you know, finding uh, progressive uh, people. And uh, yeah, that was kind of how I approached my vocation. And I think one crucial moment was when I found a meetup that was held in Papentrecht, which is I think an hour away by car from Utrecht. So it's actually a bit in the middle of nowhere, a small like I would say a small city or a small town, I even don't know. Uh but the the, the meetup sounded pretty interesting and I was doubting a bit that day I was curious but I was like oh it's one and a half hour train ride shall I go then it's a company that is kind of in the oil and gas industry so I was a bit doubting but then in the end I decided to uh, ask in the meetup uh, group if someone is actually driving from Utrecht to the meetup and would take me along so I ended up having a ride with uh, Robert and Robert is a professor at the Hochschule at Utrecht and um, he will also be in a podcast episode a very very interesting car ride we had we shared we arrived in Papentrecht and this meetup opened up a lot of doors and I'm glad that I that I did go and that's a very big learning for me because out of that evening with very very inspiring people I ended up um, having four wonderful conversations different conversations with people that also attended this meetup I'm going to share more on that in further episodes, I do not want to deep dive too much, and it's also something you can uh, then look forward to. the The topic of the meetup was actually holocracy, and that is interesting because the podcast now will take a, a big turn towards the the topic of purpose and holocracy and self-managed organizations, self-managed teams. I learned a lot about that topic and I'm still learning because it's for me actually it's really quite complex. I'm really looking forward to engage more with you to learn about um, your questions on Holacracy. I will also deep dive more into the Holacracy framework here in in Germany and I'm still in contact with uh, the people that um, work in a holocratic uh, organization or system or use the framework so what else to share with you I think the main thing I, I wanted to share with you was that it's okay to have no plan and I mean now, right now we can't do plans because we actually do not know what's going to happen so this is i think the 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 corona situation is is challenging us a lot but it's also a chance looking back not having a plan and being aware of the chances you get and the doors that open and trust the process trust the process and trust your intuition that things will will work out fine I think that is one of my biggest learning now looking back and just reflecting and thinking while I'm talking <laughs> um Yeah, I think um, that was it for for today. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm very much looking forward to continue. I have to admit, this podcast, I knew it's going to be a lot of work. I knew it, but I underestimated how much work it is. And there were also some bumpings uh, along the way. And um, I found new help now with, like uh, the post-production because I like the interview conditions were not always the best so we did not have quiet rooms um, and so there are some disturbances and stuff so um, there is a lot of post-production work to be done and the cutting and everything So and all the, the marketing around it and the graphics. And if you do that all alone, it's quite a work. If you would like to start a podcast, I'm happy to share uh, some insights. Uh, I think there are a lot of people out there who started a podcast during pandemic times. Um, and um yeah. So that was it from my side. I hope you enjoyed this rather short episode. And um, I'm looking forward to have you on board. And to share more of my vocation. And if you like, please follow me on Instagram. I will share like i will do some retro or uh, zoom backs and will share also some of my um videos i did past year and so you get also a bit of you know visuals from what i'm sharing here now it's also nice to have a bit of a um, Yeah, pictures, imagination of how it looked and what did I do and where did I go and how many apple cakes I ate and coffees I drank, which is amazing, by the way. Coffee culture in the Netherlands, highly recommended. So by that, I leave you be. And thank you for listening. It was fun sharing this insights with you. Uh, If you want to know more behind the scenes, get in touch and take good care. Bye.